people, 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 welcome back to another Arsenio's ESL podcast, baby. I'm bringing to you today another international guest speaker. I am so excited to have with me the one and only this wonderful, magnificently wonderful, oh my god, wonderful, crazy, wonderful, unbelievably wonderful student that I have sitting right in front of me at this very moment. (sighs) I need a breath. Now, This girl, she came into my class. She was clueless. She didn't know nothing. I said, what's wrong with you? She said, I don't know. I said, how you doing? She spoke fluent English. And I'm like, oh my God. How do you speak English so well? And this is what I'm going to take you guys on as a journey today. I don't want to hear, oh, I need an English teacher. You don't need a teacher. Well, you need AJ, you need me, you need Arsenio Buck, okay? I understand that everybody needs an Arsenio Buck. But this one right here, I want her to tell you how she learned her English. Kim Kim, give me a high five. Thank you so much for being back, especially we've done podcasts before. So let the world know who you are. Hello, guys. I am Kim, or some of you may know me as Yada. So I am, I was born and raised in Thailand. Okay. So, yeah, just in case if you think that I've been studying abroad before, no, this is my first time here in Singapore. Hmm. My first time being abroad and studying everything in English. Other than that, I was um, studying in regular Thai government school. So, yeah. What? When did you start? Okay. Because you, now the thing is, teachers out there in Thailand, Mm -hmm. okay, because we're in Singapore right now. Yep. Uh, teachers out there in Thailand, uh, they suck. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Okay, guys, not necessarily. I'm sorry. I'm so rude. But, Kim Kim, your teachers didn't teach you English. When did it all start, and when did you develop the love for English? Well, I have to go all the way back to when I was in primary school. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the days, I remember myself being like one of those students who doesn't really want to be in English class. You know, I hate English. I really hate this language. Wow. Like, what kind of language is this? Whoa, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. So, um, I was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I was really terrible. That my teacher... You you weren't terrible. You were terrible. Terrible. No, I'm kidding. It's a joke. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Keep going. So, yeah, so the teacher has to call my father Uh in the school to just ask, like, what is happening with your child? Damn. Is she, like, autistic or something? Damn, they said that? (laughs) No. Damn. But because I was not learning anything in English class, I always, like, stare at the windows and wishing (laughs) that I could get out of here. Sure. Yeah, so... The teacher asked my father, and he was like, I know, I know, but there's nothing else that I could possibly do. Right, right. So, after that, um, that was when I was in primary three, uh-huh. term one, or the first uh, semester. And for the break, until we get uh, in the semester, the second semester, sure. my father taught me some English, like basic English, like normal grammar, like 12 tenses and stuff. Um, yeah, I was, at first I was like, uh, this is, this is nothing. This is like, just like what I learned in school and I hate it, okay? Right. But my father taught me in like different kind of way that the teacher had taught me before. So I was kind of like, okay, I'm just gonna 
open up to this. I'm just gonna try to accept this in. And yes, I was able to remember all the 12 tenses when I was like nine years old. Wow. So then between nine and 14, you started working at that dog shit company. Excuse my language, guys. Uh, you start, I'm sorry, not working, but learning. Yeah, I'm sorry. Excuse my language. The, the, dog, the dog poo company. There we go. Yeah, okay. So you started working at this particular, not working, learning mm-hmm. at this particular language center. Between 9 and 14? When did, no, you went there at age 12. Yes. Okay. Before so, that, I went to another um, institute. By the name of Enlingua. No. Yes. Okay. So, and there is another place as well. Dog Poo Company. Oh, no. It's Kumon. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. Kumon. And then we got Enlingua. That's dog poo number one. And then we got the big dog poo. Okay. Yes. So, okay. So, we got that. But you continue to learn English. What excited you? Like, when you were learning at these places, it wasn't like, Mommy, you know, I don't want to learn here. Shut up! Go out! Go over there! Go learn English! Was it like that? No. No, obviously not. Because after that day that my father taught me some English, I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, I was able to write some sentences in a correct way. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. So after that, the next semester, I became like, top three students in English class. Right. And everyone was, like, surprised. Uh-huh. And then that feeling, it's like, oh, this is my achievement. Uh-huh. I've become someone else. And so from that day, I was like, Mom, Dad, I think I need more English lessons. Ooh. Yeah, I was, like, telling them. Not that they were forcing me or anything. I was kind of like, I'm more interested with this subject. Yeah. And... So, um, I went to Kumon first, uh-huh. and, oh, literally, the first day at Kumon. So, they tested me with their exam and stuff yeah. to see which level I was, and I was, like, at the bottom. Right. The friggin' bottom. Uh-huh. And so, that day, I had to learn how to, like, pronounce dog, cat, cow, this is the bus. This is red. This is yellow. And at that time, I was, like, saying this uh, typical Thai, you know, student accent, like, dog, cat, cow. Yes. Stuff like that, you know? And they were, like, forcing me. They were, like, it's not dog. It's, like, dog. And so I was, like, imitating. And by that time, I started... Listen, people. I started to listen more to, um, you know, English songs and stuff. And I was like, what was that? Like, I could not catch up with those songs, you know? I was like, I don't understand any of this, but I still listen to them. And then I started to watch, like, subtitles movies in English. And so I was like, oh, this is kind of like, I kind of get the hang out of it. Like, I kind of know, oh, they were saying this, I was saying that. Like, you know, one particular movie... I watched about six times. Which movie? Like, I almost... Almost almost, all the movies? Wow. And you just, you reiterated out loud what you were listening to? You would just speak it out loud? Sometimes when it's like, uh, I saw, whenever I, 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 I saw like a weird sentence, like, oh, that's fabulous. And at that time, you know, at that age, the age of like 10 or 11, I was like, what is fabulous? Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to try to pronounce it. Um, and so when they say fabulous, they did not say it in Thai way, which is fabulous or uh, fab, fab, fabulous, yes. stuff like that. You know, they said 
fabulous. Right. And so I was imitating. Yeah. And then I kind of had that type of weird accent at first. It was not like pure American or anything. It was just like Thai imitating, you know, American accent. Right. But I did that for about three or four years. Yeah. Every single time that I watch movie, movie, any kind of movie, six times, you guys, uh-huh. six times. Whether it's in Thai first or in English first, with English Thai sub Thai uh, subtitle or um, English subtitle, I watched it like a million times. If it's like my favorite movie, then I'm gonna be like watching it over and over and over again until I can or I know what is the next sentence they're gonna be saying. So what did the language centers help you with? Because it seems like you just developed an unbelievable amount of discipline to learn the language, mm-hmm. which 98% of people just cannot. So what did you do? Like well, with the language mm-hmm. centers, how did they help you? Do you think um, they helped you? I think they helped me a little bit. Okay. Um, just scratch Kumon out because they were like helping me for like the first or second two step of mine. But after that, I went to Inlingua. Okay. And then I met more of um American teacher okay. who who is like you know the the fluent teacher, not like just the Thai mm-hmm. teaching English. Right. So I get to speak with those um what do you call them? Not foreigner. What's is it? What's it called? The the language owner. <laughs> what is the that la- word? The fluent. Oh, native speaker. Native yes, speaker. There the you go. Native yeah, yeah, speaker. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot. I was like about a language that. owner. Okay, I'm the language owner. Okay. <laughs> yep. The the native speaker. Uh-huh. And so I was kind of like, like, um, at first I was like, could you please repeat that again? I I, I cannot understand. Sure. And I was like that for about one or two years. Until I was like, kind of like understand about it more, then I think that that is the part where it helps me. Because uh-huh. like, at my school, there are a lot of Thai teachers who uh-huh. teach English, uh-huh. and they're not fluent in English. So give me an example of Thai English versus English English. Um, in Thai school, if you're not in international school, you will know that the teacher will speak like this. Oh, hello. Good morning, student. Today I will talk about this, 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 blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, "Are you understand?" Wow, are you understand? Yes. Jesus. And okay. I was yeah, I was like that. I was like, "Jesus Christ." <laughs> I was like, "What kind of accent is this?" I mean, I I am not racist about the accent. No, 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 no. But, It's okay. Accents are uh, like Singapore. We'll talk mm-hmm. about Singapore very, very soon. But yeah. Wow. So when did you when did you realize that this is the correct accent? This is the incorrect accent. Well, I want to say incorrect, mm-hmm. but this is basically Thai people using their Thai language yes. and converted into English. Mm-hmm. So instead instead of saying future R E, that's not in the Thai language, right? Yep. So they cannot say future like rabbit. They say labbit. Yes. You see what I mean? So they don't say future. They say future. Yep. Water, hamburger, elevator, projector. Yes, that's that's very Thai. That's very normal for Thai people to say that. But at the time, I was kind of like, that's not cool. You know what I mean? I was like, I want to be like native speaker. Yeah, yeah. I want to be able to speak just like what I watched in a movie. Yeah, absolutely. And so I I try to talk to myself. 
And if you think I'm crazy, you're even crazier than me <laughs> because we, you talk to yourself. Yeah, I uh -huh. talk to myself in okay. English every single day. Yeah. Like when I was in in the bath, you know, I was taking a shower and I talked to myself like, oh, today is a great day. I met like lots of different friends and and I was having fun with my friends, you know. And I was I was talking to myself like somebody is listening to me. But yeah, I I just crazy. yeah That's I awesome. I That's... talked in English. And you know the weirdest thing is I dreamed in English. What? Okay, yeah. tell tell me about that. I, I I can't remember what exactly I dreamed about, but I was dreaming it in English. Oh my god! I was like, I remember I was saying something in English, and the other person in my dream they were like saying something in English too, oh, and I was like, no. I don't know. English is like one thing in my blood, you know. Right. I love English so so much. I've never heard that before. That's very interesting. And that's the part where I think, oh my god, you know. That what? was it. Yeah. That was the. That was the. That was the aha moment. You yeah. Know? That was like I realized that oh how much I love English and how much English is like in my cell or each like cell blood of mine. Right. And then I told my father, he was like shocked. He was like, I did not expect you to be like this crazy about English at all. Dang. So then. When was the first time you actually met me? Oh my god. That Game of the story! That was like a long, long time ago. Yeah, it was. It was when I was, a kid. I was in high school, like my junior high school, yeah. sophomore. Wow. Yeah. Um, I was 15 years old, I believe. 15 years old. Mm. The first day that I met him, I was studying with someone else. <laughs> And um, we're not going to talk about him, okay? So I met him in this ah. language center, and he was laughing. He was, like, making jokes with the other people. He was, like, telling the other people about, like, some kind of elevator issues that he was having oh in his god. condo. Oh, my god. 2015. Oh, god. Yeah, he was, like, telling those, like, stupid... No, sorry. Um, funny story. Unfortunate stories. I got stuck in an elevator. Yep. Oh and I was, like, God. sitting in front of, like, the class because that was not the time that I'm supposed to be in the class. And so I heard that, and I was laughing along when he was, like, you know, telling all these stuff. And I wanted to, you know, there's, like, some kind of... Attraction. Yeah, it's not, like, attraction. It's more, like, I think I can get along with this guy. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to you, but I don't know what to talk to, you know? I'm cool as shit. Because you're just like a stranger, and I'm just like a stranger to you, so I did not talk to him on that day. And so I asked the, what do you call the manager? Yeah. That, can I switch <laughs> the teacher? <laughs> yeah. I feel guilty. I feel guilty. But I kind of feel grateful at the same time that I switched the teacher, and, and I know him. It's like the best moment of my life since the first time that i saw him he was like how are you he was like so polite at first at first he was like i keep it real now yeah he was like <laughs> how are you are you I'm like okay and then and then after that i just started mm -hmm. just calling it for how i saw it huh yes so what? So what did I? What did I teach you? I wasn't a book teacher. I wasn't like number one. Oh, very good. Oh, yes, number two. I am. You are. I wasn't like that. What did yeah. I do? Um, for the first time, you do have a book. I did have a book. Yeah. Oh my god! And I remember you told me you said that that book is pure dog shit. Yeah, it's like 
I learned this shit before. So we're not gonna talk about it, okay? And I know for sure that he's very good at present, presentation, presenting. Oh yeah. A lot of those kind of speaking, public speaking kind of stuff. Oh yeah. And at that time, he was reading this. Um, Dale Carnegie, yeah. Public Art for Public Speaking. Yep, yeah. yep. He was reading this book, and he was like, "You have to read this friggin' book. It's like so good." And so he took me. Well, at that time, you're we like. I think we we're l- running around in the in the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We we're looking for that book. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I told you to. Okay, yeah. And so um, it was kind of one of weird experience of you know we're not the same. We're not the same, just like the other. The other like sitting in the room is like okay, let's take a look at this page and stuff. But we. Went to like the real world, and we talked about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And then we know for sure that what we do have in common is that we're different from the other. Yeah. And so we talked more about life philosophy kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like he was talking about Les Brown and and all those people. Mm-hmm. Until this day, he's still like, "Hey, check out Gary V." Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. So I know for sure from that moment that. He's one of a kind, and he's a different teacher from what I have experienced for the like before for like ten years probably. Right. So yeah. So this is what I tell you guys. I tell you guys so much that it's very imperative to learn about ideas through a language. Don't specifically learn about the basics, the I am, the you are. That's all going to come. But learn about life through a language. You're no longer learning about the language. You're learning about something deeper. Then the language, then it becomes fun. Then you can dig much deeper into a very, very, I don't know what it is, a chamber or whatever it is within your soul to find out if you really do enjoy it and you might unravel, uncover, and discover some things deep inside you. So Kim Kim ended up coming here to Singapore and now Kim Kim, what is it that you do now? Tell them what you're doing now and with your entrepreneurship. What do you do? Um, right now, I'm studying uh, in my bachelor degree. At the age of seventeen. <laughs> so I know it's kind of weird. I should be like at eleventh grade by now, but no, I skipped that. <laughs> you said I skipped that. <laughs> yeah, I skipped that part. That's like immature. So I came <laughs> here. Yeah. And I was like determined to be a new person. You know. Okay. I want to become a person who is independent. Yeah. That's why I'm staying alone mm-hmm. in my uh, hostel, mm-hmm. and like I learn a lot of different things from being here, mm-hmm. like life, <laughs> life like hacks, like cleaning my own room and like all kind of stuff. I'm so sorry. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, no, life skills. Well, what about the... Okay, so you learned a lot about life skills, learned a lot about... Friends. Becoming. Yeah, friends. A lot of these things we don't discover at the age 17. You're around how many different nationalities? 10? Mm-hmm. 20-something like that. People from Mongolia, people from Uzbekistan. And so now you're in a very, very diverse community where you have to listen to other people's opinions and adapt. And if you mm-hmm. don't like someone, you have to make... The conscious decision to say, okay, you're not helping me with what I am trying to achieve in my life. Goodbye. You're able to do that now. So what is it that you really want to do? I want to become an entrepreneur. 
Okay. Why? Well, because this one day, mm-hmm. AJ was talking about some kind of entrepreneurship yeah. and talking about Gary V. And at first, I was kind of like, yeah, I want to own my like you know little business and stuff like that. So I created some blog and I created some um, public Instagram and talking about like school and stuff like that. But that was just like the first step of mine. That was not really what I want to achieve, what I want to be. What I want to do in my life, and so I was like saying to him, like, should I be doing something bigger? Oh. And he was like, Yeah, go for it. And so I take the wheel. I took the wheel actually, yeah. and so now I'm setting up my own like health and beauty business company. Yeah, stuff like that. At What's, the age of seventeen. That's crazy. What's the name of the company? It's called Wonderland. Who's the owner? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, we had a funny, real big joke about, you know, the name of the company yep. and stuff. But Wonderland. Okay, so that's really remarkable. I'm really, truly happy that she was able to find that little niche, that passion, that burning desire within her. And she ended up figuring out what she wanted to do in her life. So, Kim, when it comes down to English... What's one thing, last question, what is one thing you would give to someone right now, this person who's listening, what would you give them in terms of listening? What kind of, what advice would you give them as an English language learning Mm -hmm. student? What would you give them? I would say do not be afraid Mm -hmm. to talk to yourself (laughs) alone. Do not be afraid to being called like a weirdo. Because at first, when I started to talk this kind of accent, a lot of people was like, ew, Uh like this is like, she's acting so much. Like this is Uh not the accent of hers. You know what I mean? In Thai, we called it grade, Uh and which that means like, you're you're just like bitchy. Uh (laughs) Oh, right, right. But I didn't care. At that time, I I was, I kind of was. And then my father said that in order to become different, Uh You have to do something different, you know? Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, letting go all those thoughts. And I continue to be me. I continue to listen more in English, read more in English, write more in English, watch more in English. And by that, I mean reading, writing, and watching movies. You can do whatever you want in English. Just like, okay, I like Spongebob. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to watch Spongebob in English. Not in Thai. Mm. Not in any kind of language. If you want to study English, you have to do something that you like. Like, okay, I, I like um, makeup tips. Let's go to YouTube. And do not search for Thai gurus. Search for somewhere else. Like, someone who speaks fluent English. There are, like, villains out there. Mm. So, yes, YouTube helps me a lot of different times to you know, have this kind of accent because I was kind of like imitating lots of different accents, you know? Australian accent, British accent, Scottish accent, uh-huh. a lot of different accent, you know? I was kind of like this. And I, watched... <laughs> and I told her, stop it right now. I told yes. her, don't bring that over here. <laughs> I was like, when I watched some kind of British videos, like the accent, I was kind of like, Okay, so now on, I'm going to be talking like this. And so I learned more about um, accent differences. Uh. Like Singapore, they do have Singaporean accent, which Uh. is really um, 
unfamiliar. Okay, okay, give him that Singapore accent. Give him the Singapore accent. It's kind of like a Chinese accent, but it's kind of like weird. Like, hey, you go take that elevator, lah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Really, really, honestly, ah, la, uh, ma. That's like. They do have this kind of thing after yeah. the sentence. Uh-huh. I have no idea why. Mm. Yeah, honestly, just practice and be confident. Awesome! Thank you so much, Kim Kim, for sharing that useful information again, guys. I'll probably have her on within uh, who knows when, but I'll definitely. If you guys are interested, I'll tag her in some post if she's willing to reach out and whatnot. But she will be have her own business and everything very soon. So. I will give you guys update on that. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in, especially folks out there in Medellin, uh, Colombia. That is very, very eye-opening. Thank you so much for you guys out there and just about everywhere else in the world who continues to listen to my ESL podcast. If you guys liked it, share it. And if you shared it, that means you liked it. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.